We're live! Hey everyone, welcome to Gear Brain's Facebook Live. Um, I'm Lauren Barrett. And I'm Mark Westlake. And today we're going to talk to you guys about securing your smart devices, which is a little bit different than maybe people think about when they think about securing something that's yeah. Device. And it's one of the biggest concerns that everybody has with these new smart devices for your home or for your car because, you know, they are devices that are connected through a wireless uh, connection. And also, their difficulties is, you know, when you want to secure them, like you secure a computer and everything, usually you have some sort of software that you can buy or antivirus you can buy. Uh, you're not going to do that in a device like this. Uh, so, uh, so today we're going to take a look at some of the things that you can do to help protect your privacy at the end of the day and, and protect people from hacking in uh, through devices like a smart plug or smart lights or what have you. Smart speaker. Smart anything. speaker. And yeah. Anything that's connected to the internet is can obviously is a concern. So we're going to give you some tips and some ideas on what you can do to help Make it harder, because at the end of the day, it's true. I mean, hackers can get in no matter what. Yeah. Uh, so we just gotta wanna make it difficult for them to try to get into your devices to get your personal information and, and so forth. And I think um, it's really probably makes sense that a lot of us have gotten complacent because most of us have computers and smartphones that sort of come out of the box with some pretty good uh, security built into them, security. Right. Um, mechanisms in there, and, and, and a lot of us are also familiar with certain basics. Don't get on public Wi-Fi with our computers. You can also buy extra uh, services like for McAfee or Norton that you can overlay on that. But smart devices have a different kind of field um, because they aren't all sort of following the same standards. So right, right. some of them come with a lot of security built in. Some of them would come with almost no security built-in, so you kind of almost have to kind of, instead of thinking of how good is this device, you have to sort of pull back a little and say, okay, I've got to make sure I'm protected even before it gets to the device. So let's start off. One of the first things you really should do is make sure you have a very, very secure password. Yes, that's how it's done. Uh, because all these devices that you are going to uh, put into your home or into your car, when you initially set up, you're going to be asked to open up an account, you're going to ask to put a password in, so first entry point would be make sure you have a secure password. All right, And there are services like Dashlane and a couple of these other password managers that you could use. Uh, they usually will give you uh, they charge you on an annual subscription. I think some of them might even charge you, give you upfront, you buy a year, and then you pay from that point on. Uh, but they're good. They're they're helpful, especially if you got a house with thirty or forty different devices. Right, um, and, and it really is important. Like, I mean, everyone agrees. We we had some people. We had uh, the security evangelist um, on from McAfee change your factory password. Right, right. Do not use the factory password that comes with your device. Do not use password one, whatever it is. You gotta change. It. Right, right. And what they said? What was the? What was the? Wasn't there? Uh, I heard some crazy statistic. I think at one point it was like fifty-five percent of consumers don't change their password when they buy a device. It was yeah. some ungodly number. I don't yeah. know what it is today, but yeah, that would be the first thing. Uh, I mean, even. You know, uh, I got a kick out of one episode, the Big Bang Theory, when Sheldon ended up working at a Best Buy when he wasn't supposed to be at a Best Buy. 
and he basically yelled at the guy because uh, one, two, three, four, five, six isn't a secure password. No. <laughs> Which many of you guys is We know you're changing. So that's the first, make the entry point to your devices hard. Uh, so make sure you have a good uh, password, secure, strong password to use. The second thing is, remember now that these devices, whether it be smart plugs, smart lights, locks, cameras, yep. they all connect through your home Wi-Fi if you're at home uh, through a wireless connection, okay? So uh, I just went to a, an IoT symposium on, on cybersecurity and everybody was claiming that, you know, the manufacturers have to figure out a way to secure these devices because you're not going to do what you normally do uh, with a computer or a smartphone, which I would consider, the, you know, when we talk about the Internet of Things, you know, it's the third wave in the development of the Internet. The first wave was connecting computers, then the second wave we connected people and computers, and now we're doing devices in the third. So the second wave, the way we secured the devices was, we would give people the opportunity to buy software and install it into your computers and your phones and so forth so you can protect it. This third wave now with these devices, you're not going to be able to do that. But you can secure the wireless connection. There's a couple different ways to do that. Uh, we've covered it uh, and on GearBrain. Uh, one is through devices that are these uh, little boxes that sit between your router and your devices, and you plug it in. It's they're made by Cujo and Dojo, and Norton has a product now, and, right. and, and so forth. And these are devices that secure the wireless signal. So every in, in your home, whether it's a computer, tablet, even a phone that wants to use the home Wi-Fi through a wireless signal, these devices will protect it. And the way they protect it is they take control of the IP address. They, right. they blanket the IP address. And then we'll keep it as simple as we can for you because we don't want to complicate it any more than that. Uh, so these devices are really good. Yeah. They cost anywhere. They used to cost 100 bucks plus a monthly fee, but you get the first year free. Then they went up to like $250. You have a lifetime. So each one varies. Um, but I, I found one of the most difficult things with these devices was the installation. It was very hard because it can be really tricky. Yeah, well, you had to go into your Wi-Fi. You had to go into your router settings. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't even know where to look at first. Yeah. You know, so for my Wi-Fi settings on my router, so that's that made it hard. And I think what's happening now, you got companies uh, like D-Link and McAfee that are now baking. This software, this wire, you know how to you know the software to protect the wireless signal right into your cable modem or into your so uh, it's plug home and play. Modem. It's going to be plug and play. Because so I mean, these are deterrents if you don't make it easy. And right. we, I mean, in the end, you could say it's always the, it's always our responsibility to make sure our things are safe. But right, right. companies don't want you actually unsafe because they don't like to have those. You know, right. situations arise either, and they want to make sure that their products are working well. So the routers are actually, right. and this is, you know, we think this is a good move. Right, right. it's a really good move. Yeah. It's a smart move. But if you currently have a Dojo or a Cujo yeah. or a Bitdefender box or a Norton Core, yeah. you know, I wouldn't run out and try to, you know, buy a new one. I think those devices are very good, especially if you went through the pain of setting it up right. and having it all through your house. Because once they're set up, they work. Brilliantly, they you know you have map control, 
uh, that you can allow people to come in and accept them, you know, because you'll get pinged or alert when, when someone's trying to access uh, your home Wi-Fi. So that's, that's an important thing to do. Uh, there's also some new devices that are starting to come up too now because let's say somebody gets in and, you know, you want to protect your privacy, right? So there's devices like this one called eBlocker. This is from Germany. Uh, and what this does is, again, it sits between your router and, 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 um, and your computers and your devices. And what this does, this is blocking not only the ads, but it also blocks the IP address so that people can't track you. So if you're really sick and tired of getting, you know, those retargeting ads right. uh, on your computer or on your smartphone, uh, you know, th this device is very, very helpful and will protect your, uh, your IP address. Uh, and any other personal information that you might have. So these are nice, and again, this is around 100 to 250 bucks, plus they charge you a monthly fee after the first year. So that's what you're gonna pay for uh, this type of security. You can also go with, um, one thing we haven't talked about, which um, is going with a professional company to do sort of your, you know, it's, a, it's certainly a more expensive route to take, but you can go with a full installation, um, a company like, Vivint or something where they're going to come in and put everything together and act as your sort of your security gatekeeper through their own system and and monitor everything for you. I mean it's it's akin to what we used to have the security what people still do security systems for their homes that right, are right. completely full service. So right. that is an option. It's definitely a more Costly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's much more. So it's not $100 and you know, yeah. you put it together. There's, there's one system I, I, I ran, we ran into, uh, and it's, as Lauren mentioned, it's more of a customized solution for the home. Uh, it's made by Lux One, an Austrian-based company, and it's really designed for new, new homes and you know, uh, new construction. And, and their whole entire smart home system is cloud-free. It's not on the internet, it's all through a local area network. And that's the other thing. That's another way to protect your house right. is by having a local area network and, and keeping it cloud free because then it's very hard for them to access it. And then you have certain abilities that you can access it wirely, but that's because you're in control. They have a little special of their own software uh, that allows you to do that. But it is a nice little thing. You don't have any latency issues because you're not in the cloud, which is great for if you want to see your doorbell or your security cameras, you can right. access it totally cloud free. And, and, and the truth is, is that um, we really are entering a point, that we're kind of moving into that kind of tip over point where we have more and more of these devices in homes now. Uh, and and the that makes it more attractive for people to actually try to access them. Yep. It was a sort of the tipping point that happened with computers years ago, where certain brands of computers were not as popular as others. So the ones that were the most popular seemed to be hacked all the time. But that was just because it was easier to know that if you were fishing in a pond that had a lot of fish, right. you were going to grab something yeah. than in a pond that had a few fish. We have a situation now where the pond is getting stocked with a lot of fish. There's a lot of smart home devices. People are buying them. They're buying them a lot these holidays. The more that happens, the more it's going to be attractive for people who want to gain access to them right. for not good reasons to gain access to them, which means that it's even more important for people who are buying these to start thinking about, I really want to make sure that the information is going where it's supposed to go from inside my house and the information and the people who are accessing that information are accessing it who should be accessing it Correct. and not the wrong people. So 
this is probably the year I think that we're going to see these kinds the router companies like you mentioned working to really bake this but more deeply right. in, companies addressing it, and it is probably a point where consumers really should be starting to say, I gotta figure this out. I, I should put something in. I should, it doesn't right. take that much time. And I think it, I think as you're looking at this, you know, some of the questions you should ask yourself are one, does my ISP offer Whoever you're getting your internet service uh, from, uh, do they offer this type of, of protection, right? Do they have this type of software capability? Uh, two, when you're looking at some of these companies that offer this, look at the compatibility. Like, for instance, eBlocker, e you know, some of these things are only compatible with certain types of browsers or certain types of uh, routers. Okay. So make sure you're aware of that. Also, make sure the software that you're looking, if you have like a Vivid or yeah. a Crescon or Lux One, and you want that extra layer of security, check with them to make sure that the, they work with, uh, or they've experimented, or they, they have approval process where they know that this security, securing the wireless signal will not interrupt their coverage of securing your home. So, uh, because sometimes it's not compatible uh, because of what they do on the back end. Yeah. All right. So I would definitely check with those. And then the last thing is the cost. The cost, you know, right now it's pretty much up in the air. Some of them are offering you a low upfront cost, but charge you a monthly fee. Some are charging you just a bigger upfront cost, which is a lifetime, or they offer you, you know, for a little bit more than the device, lifetime coverage. Right. All right. And then some of them are just possibly where I think it's going to head. I think it's going to be part of your capability. Yeah. Or whatever your ISP, it's just going to be an added uh, cost to secure, uh, which it should be, because again, as I said earlier on, it's very hard for you know for us as consumers to put some sort of security software into these devices. I mean, you're downloading software and updating with you know you'll get a note saying right. updating my firmware, and there is security in that. I mean, right. that's not like we, we, we right. there is security baked into some of these, but the level that we're talking about that we that we're saying right. here is. Is a different level, and yeah. you know, you're not just. It's not just about anymore. When you, when you, when we're talking about security at that router level, we're also you. You kind of get the benefit. Your computers, right. anything that's connected to the internet from your home, is getting the benefit of that extra. Right, right. So again, you know, check with your hubs. You know, also if you don't have a home security system, but you have to do it yourself, yeah. like an Iris. <laughs> or a Samsung Smart Things Hub, or an Exia Hub, or an Apple HomeKit, or Apple TV. You know, make sure you check in. And they have security protocols. They have security. See what works. See what doesn't. You can always go to Gearbrain. We have tons of articles on security because we recognize this is a very, very important part of the ecosystem, and that it's a big concern and pain point for consumers. Yeah. And as Lauren mentioned, it's more efficient to the pond. The more we want to make sure we don't feed them, or we control what we feed them, and we control what they do, uh, and prevent anybody from going out, uh, you know, out of the school and doing something bad. Yes. All right. <clears throat> so, so that's it. Again, check our site. Follow us on social media. Follow us uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and what have you. Uh, and next week we're going to be. We're going to have a little bit of a fun time. We're going to talk a little bit about digital etiquette. Um, coming into the holidays, so some like, you know, minding your P's and Q's when you're dealing with online right. invitations and so forth, and how to use your smart devices in a polite way when you have guests over. Right, so. and then and again, check your brain. We have tons of articles on 
on these devices we've mentioned, and, and we have tips on how to secure your holiday, uh, you know, uh, traffic in your house, and, and whether it's coming in virtually or coming in uh, manually or through an adult or a human or what have you. So have a great day, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you.